Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. We're talking about what's essential. What is actually a quote-unquote essential right now? We're going to dive into this, and we're also going to share with you how online businesses are doing five figures a month right now. And I'm not talking about like $10,001 five figures. I'm talking about multiple tens of thousands of dollars a month, like thousands of dollars per day, right? Uh, yeah. Hi. $4,000 live streams I'm hearing about. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you don't know this fabulous blonde I'm hanging out with, uh, you should be so glad that you're here. <laughs> Emily Benson is the Forbes and InStyle featured founder of the Boutique Training Academy with Emily Benson. And I know this by heart because she is one of my biz besties. She and I started these businesses at the exact same time after having previous six-figure businesses that we built. We met in our first group coaching program. We're birthday twins, although she's younger and she'll be the first to tell you that. And we have been friends ever since. And we were chatting last week about the conversations we've been hearing about and what's actually true during this crazy, crazy time. So today we are bringing the truth live in this live stream. We are going to be interacting with you all and we're creating a podcast episode that's going to go live. So we are doing all of the things and Emily helps boutiques and e-commerce businesses. I help service providers. We are like the perfect complement to the peanut butter to each other's jelly. And we are here today to bring you some truth about what's happening. What's up? Yeah, buddy. I'm so excited to be here. I am running around like a wild animal today, dressed like a wild animal, because honestly, my energy is so good around this topic and I want to help more people yes. like they can do more. Like yes. they need to be able to do more. For me, yes. this is like, I'm sick of people saying, well, the economy is really bad and people are suffering. And like, yes, acknowledge that. I acknowledge that there's a lot of stuff going on right now, but the reality of it is, is we are seeing numbers like I've never seen before for product-based businesses. You're seeing numbers you've never seen before for service-based businesses. Us together have, are seeing our own numbers be absolutely wild. So like, where's the disconnect between where you are, which is maybe not making the money you want and where you want to be making the money you want. That's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm, I'm really excited. Me too. So we are diving in. You are going to learn what's actually 
selling and trending right now for women globally. We have the inside scoop on this. I am so excited to hear mm-hmm. this. Uh, how this plays out for both services, which I specialize in, and physical products, which Emily helps people with, and what we've been investing in ourselves. Because I have a feeling you all are kind of curious about what we've been investing in, both personally and in business. And really, 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 and truly, one of the things that you said to me last week, Emily, that was so important that I wrote it down was. Really? Oh yeah. I wrote it down in my my left-handed chicken scratch. Okay. (laughs) Uh, If you can make people's lives better, you should be selling right now. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to ask a question that maybe a lot of my people have because being like counselors and helpers, sometimes we have like a judgment around like, what really helps people's lives be better, right? Yeah. How to close help people's lives be better. Just let's just get that out of the way. Oh, how to close. Well, first of all, clothes are an expression of how you feel. Clothes are an expression of what's going on in your life. And I have hundreds, 110, no, let's go to 200% believe that what you wear every day affects your energy period. End of story. Okay. If you're wearing something too tight, you know, you feel like crap. You get a headache. Stress, you don't feel good, right? Yeah. Wear something loose and fun. Hi, you can move more. You can yes. move through the yeah. energy that doesn't feel good. Yes. Like to me, I have grown up a six foot one girl as a freshman in high school. Okay, let's be real. I've always been, t- I was one of those girls who was always the tallest in the room, yep. tallest in the dance class. And so for me, I was like, people are always looking at me. And that's how I started dressing. And I started saying, I want to look good because I know people are already staring at me because I'm this freakishly tall girl. And that carried over into my fashion career. My fashion business was really understanding that women especially get a lot of self-esteem from things like clothes, hair, eyelashes, nails, all of this beauty clothing. That helps us feel good. And right now we don't feel good. The environment that we're living in is trying to make us feel terrible every day. So guess what? Clothes are trending. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. Yes. Okay. I have to share a personal example about this. All right. So I have been uh, nursing my baby. She's almost a year old. And so for the last year I've been wearing uh, nursing bras, right? And then before that it was nursing bras when I was pregnant and they're not cute. Okay. They're functional. They're comfortable. They're not cute. Right. But I had bought a couple of sports bras and I was going out to the barn and they're tight enough that I can still use this like hands-free pump because it requires a grand bar, whatever. Yeah. So much information happening here, but listen, I put one on and it's like, I'm wearing it today. Actually. It's like my power. It's like cute. It looks a little bit like it might be right lingerie, but it's like a sports bra. It's black. It's cute. And I walked out of the um, bathroom the other day in like my riding pants and my cute sports bra. And I was like, oh yeah, girl. And my husband was like, wow, look at you. It was the attitude instantly different than like, here's my stretchy nursing bra to like, "Mm, girl, I'm wearing a sports bra, right? And it was like completely different energy. So there's my example. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I always feel, and my mom will say this, my mom, my sister just had a baby and it was not the best or easiest pregnancy on her body. And my mom would say, you know, Jill, when you don't feel good during these days, 
go put some makeup on, go put a cute yeah. outfit on, like do something yeah. that helps you feel good from the outside because that's going to help you. And I think that's kind of how our mom has always been with us is like, Hey, mm-hmm. you don't feel good. Let's figure out how to do something to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's just always kind of in the back of my head. And I think subconsciously, I think that we all know that, especially as women. So yeah. Yeah. So we're seeing clothes just sell. We're seeing jewelry sell. We're seeing Uh, There's this whole new category called Zoom Beauty that we're really like digging into. My friend Noelle works for Oprah Magazine. And so she's always on Zooms, which all these new people are on Zooms now and they want to look good for it. So we're seeing like skincare trend, headbands trend, earrings, blue blocking like glasses are like some of the best sellers. Even for kids, like we're seeing blue blockers really sell. Um, so it's really interesting because yes, clothes are still selling lounge wear, you know, things that are casual, easy to wear. We can look cute, but feel comfortable in. Um, but also we're seeing all these kind of accessories sell. We're also seeing this whole new category of like food sell, which is so interesting. Like one of my, some of my clients are selling wine slushies, candies, bread mixes that you can make at home. Like, it's just really interesting how even my boutiques who are classically selling clothes, yeah. I've shifted to address the needs of people uh, being at home. And I think that to me is how, one of the first keys to making that five figure month is shift to what your customers need, shift yeah. to what pivot, because the whole world has, you yeah. need to too. If you haven't pivoted, whether it is through products or through how you deliver your products or services, that's really important. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So I know that you just went through a launch, Emily. Yeah. And that was awesome. It was awesome. It was so awesome. It was also awesome. I'll tell you, we had our first group call last night and the people in the group are freaking awesome. Like the questions were so, like, I was sitting, we had a two hour call last night and I was like, I don't want this to end. It was one of those calls where I was like feeling so good after. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think people that want help are ready to get help. Have you seen that too? Oh my gosh. Yes. Like coming out of the woodwork, right? Like it might look different. It might look different than it did in either of our businesses a couple months ago yeah. or the way that we talk about it. Like I know you mentioned that you you know, rewrote a lot of your launch sequence, the way that you showed up, the questions that you asked and answered were different yep. slash. And like, when you have something that, you know, can help people, right. Make people's lives better. It might be a different population maybe than was buying two months ago or three months ago, but people like, there's something about this that people are taking really seriously. I know we are, there are ways where we're like, I'm, I'm kind of done waiting for that thing I've been talking about for five years. I'm just doing it. Yeah. Right. I mean, in terms of stuff I've been personally investing in, in terms of like how I've been prioritizing myself, my business, what I want, like, I think that there are some ways in which people are finding if they're home, if we're home and we're healthy, right. And we have work, we're finding ourselves with some, even some different like um, expendable income than we would have had. Like for instance, for me, I'm not paying <laughs> a ton of money for my kids' preschool right now. I'm not, uh, I'm spending 50 bucks a month total in gas, if that, because I'm just okay. driving to the barn and back. You know right. what I mean? Right. And like, so there are all these places that were line items in my budget where I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to contribute more to my kids' college fund. And I'm going to buy myself some patio furniture because we've been talking about it for five years, five years. 
right? And it's time because we're home and it's spring, right? And you want to hang out on the patio. want to hang out on the patio. Right. Yeah. I feel that. I feel like I want to go back for one second, just to the, like how I redid my launch. Cause I think this is actually yes, really important please, please. and I'm going to give total credit to my team because I was like, let's just set up the emails. We'll do the lives. And they were like, I think they were a little nervous. They came to me and they're like, Emily, we're on a team call. And they're like, Emily, honestly, like in looking at the emails, we just feel like we have to like take a different approach this time. We have to be a little more like sensitive to what's going on. Your emails are just really long and laborious. Like we kind of need to rethink the strategy and thank God, like you guys get good teams when you grow. Cause like they know my business, they know my clients just as well as I do. And they were the ones to come to me and be like, we have to approach this completely differently. And we did, we, I rewrote all the emails. Uh, we, we redid a lot of the marketing uh, graphics, things like that. We used a lot more video. We were way heavier in video on our Facebook ads, which really did well and really converted. We used testimonials from, from former clients. And then actually something I've never really done is I, I, I know this is going to sound really silly to my clients, but like I reached out to some of my students who've had a lot of success and had my coaches on, had students and coaches who were former students on Zooms with me talking about their experiences. So it wasn't me just saying, you should take this class. It was like, it was, Hey, look at how well these people are doing. And I know that behind the scenes but I had to get a little brave. And again, my clients are going to laugh. I had to get a little brave to sort of ask them to take time out of their day, take time out of their schedule and come on and, you know, do a live with me. And I have to tell you those lives, not only were they fun for me, but I think other people love watching them. And even if they, someone didn't sign up for the program, they were really just good energy lives. Um, so I would really recommend, especially for your service-based people, use testimonials, get people on video, like do an, even if you do an interview and live stream it late, you know, later, like that's okay too. Um, but I think that was a huge piece is I, I didn't also put it all on myself. Yeah. I, I allowed people to help me. I allowed people to come in and support me, which is something that is really new for me, which sounds crazy, but I am a, like, I'll just do it all myself kind of girl. And then I had a massive shift this month and how I approach things. And now I'm like, all right, cool. Like what else can we uh, make easier? <laughs> what else can we, what else can I do? Because now I have bandwidth, right? And yeah. it doesn't matter where you are and what stage of business you're in. There's always something that you could delegate and start with the thing that you hate, but that yeah. still has to be done. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. I can share that. Like, you know, I was, uh, like a key part of the impacting millions launch as an affiliate. Yeah. Almost 90% of the sales of that program came from affiliates as opposed to Selena and her list. And so, but the way that she, it was a seven figure launch. Okay. And for me personally, it was five figures, Yeah. but it over the course of a week, you know, two weeks into the pandemic, two weeks in, right. It's the it first crazy. Pandemic, right. And so it was really, really cool to watch and watch her obviously expert team and watch myself figure out how to show up in the midst of this. Right. Mm. And at the end of the day, it was very much, and still is very much about like, why do people need this thing? Again, going back to how is this going to make people's lives better? What is the possibility Yep. of what my support combined with this program can do for them. And then yep. it's not icky and then it's not pressured and then it's not whatever. It's just like, 
holding space. Yeah. It's like, this is the thing that could really help you get what you want. I can see how, because I'm good at what I do and connecting the dots. That's why I'm choosing to sell whatever thing, right? And yeah. being willing to say, it's okay to spend money right now. It's okay to invest in yourself. If you're home, some of you are furloughed. What yeah. better time to make your own job security than freaking figuring out what is going to, what you can sell, what you can offer and doing that. Well, you have the time. Yeah. Dude, if you're getting paid to sit at home right now, this is free time for you. Yes. Like I like people that are like, I'm bored at home. I'm like, are you, what is wrong with you? Like, First of all, you don't have young children. So there's that. That too. Yeah. But I, you know, here's the thing is I feel like, uh, as small businesses and we, last night we talked about money mindset on my call and someone said, I just feel bad selling sometimes. And I yeah. think that's a real thing. That is a hundred percent legit. Okay. But what I see is that we as small businesses are the ones who are keeping the economy going yes. like yes. F stimulus checks, F the government, like, well, sorry, I probably shouldn't say that, but like my, my concept is like, we, I don't need help from outside sources to keep my own economy running in my business and to help keep the greater economy running. Because like you're saying, we're going out and spending money. I, I, we've donated over a thousand dollars in the past month to charities to help people eat. Yep. Yep. People can't eat right now. And I know that's a problem, but the more money I make and the more people I show up to help for, guess what? The more, even more people about it. Oh right. I, do I donated last night in Chicago. There's a really big problem with uh, the water being shut off in certain neighborhoods. I just found out about it from a friend and, and there's a lot of people who don't, aren't getting their basic needs met. So Greg and I said, you know what, this month our, we're going to help. We love Chicago. We love our friends that live there. We just had our retreat there. Yep. And so we're going to focus on donating money to those charities that are going out and bringing food and water. Yep. And, yep. people. and I am like, yes, like I had this great launch. I had this great, you know, I can go and help all these people, but also now I can go and help even more people. And that is, you know, for us as small business owners, we have to keep the economy running. Yep. Um, what are you getting? Well, here's what I was going to say. All right. Yeah. So what, what popped into my mind is a few weeks ago, you totally helped me, you know, I have this phrase like, it's not mine, but I, where most of us are in our own jars and we can't read the label, which is why we work with coaches and, you know, have biz besties and stuff. And it was probably a month ago and we were talking about this and how many people are at home, how many people need to replace their incomes right now. And you were like, Hey, Christine, you kind of wrote the book on that. And I was like, Oh yeah, I did. You know, I mean, it's been two years, so whatever, but you were like, why don't you sell the Kindle version. Why didn't you drop the price and make it so accessible? Like there are zero objections. And then I built on that and I was like, oh yeah. And I can give away all the proceeds to, you know, two charities who are supporting vulnerable kids and people who are hungry. Yeah. And like, we've already donated like hundreds of meals. Right. So yeah. like, and, and Emily's book, right. Buying Emily's book, obviously she is helping people as well. This combination right here. Oh, you got both of them. I love you. Yes. I keep mine on my desk, but I keep yours on my, on my bookshelf. Like, listen, you guys, if you have one, but not the other, get the other one, because this is your key to having what you want. And you're helping families right now. 
This is why we freaking do what we do, right? Like, because the more, this is why we both have give back portions, even though, you know, we're not waiting till we make a million dollars a year to start giving back. We just get to give more the more we make. But it's a habit that's important. Yeah. And honestly, to be honest with you, I don't really talk about the money I give back. We donate every month. We take a port, you know, we do the thing where we take a portion of what we make, mm-hmm. we put it aside. And every month we kind of decide what charity feels good to Greg and I, it's yep. a, you know, it's a joint partnership decision. Yep. Um, but you know, it's allowed us behind the scenes to feel like we're doing good. And I don't, you know, I think if you want to publicize it and you want to do a fundraiser, do that. If you want to just have that as a background thing, that's kind of driving you do that. You have to do what feels aligned. Yep. I would like to shift. So we have two, we have a question about how to do, um, how to, how do we make a six figure boutique? Question, 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 question. And I want to tie this in because you posted a great question today in your Facebook group. What would you do differently right now? If you were guaranteed to succeed in your business? Okay. Great question. First of all, Thank you. Uh, one person said, be more myself. Someone said, act on those ideas that seem a bit of a stretch. Uh, someone said, relax and not get so worked up rest. Okay. Here's the thing guys. And this goes along with the six figure boutique. It's all the same. Cause listen, running a business, there's a lot of similarities, product service, especially yep. from just like a baseline piece of it. The more you be yourself, the more you take chances that feel a little scary, the more successful you will be. And then the more you'll get to rest and relax. It's all aligned. Like to me, the more I relax, the more I can be myself. The more I be myself, the more I come up with those wild ideas that work, right? The more I rest, the more I can show up and support people in a big way, right? So the thing is, is like, I love that you asked this question, what would you do differently? All of those people need to just start doing those things now. Yes, just that's, the, I mean, that's where we're going with this, yes, right? Yes, 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 Conversation. Um, but yeah, yesterday I asked, um, how would you feel if you knew your success was inevitable, right? Yeah. And yeah. people are saying things like relaxed, relieved came up a lot, um, um, empowered, right? And I can remember a conversation with my own coach where I was just feeling like, oh gosh, I'm sorry for myself, you know? And, um, and I was like, I want to have this big goal that's way beyond where I am now. And she said, how would you feel if you were there? And I was like, empowered AF and I would do whatever I want. And she was like, and that's how, what you can do right now. And I was like, of course it is, right? I can literally choose that right now. Where am I holding myself back right now? It doesn't mean I'm going to go out and spend money like I'm making, you know, 10x what I am now. Yeah. It just means the, the approach. If I want something, I say I want it. If I, it doesn't mean I'm going to go out and buy it, but I say that I want it. I own it. If I, this, this is another way this came up for me. Last summer, stepping away from the business for maternity leave was great for me in a lot of ways, but I also kind of turtled up and then I, well, I, I came up the idea with the idea for my podcast. I decided I only wanted to work in a certain way, you know, like all this stuff. But then there was also part of me that like stepping away from it was kind of, hmm, I get so much energy from it that it was kind of hard for me. Like I got sort of like um, doubtful, right? Yeah. 
And I had, when I got back to it, I was like, yeah, I'm back. But I was sort of in my head, right? Yeah, also yeah, yeah. deprived, also everything, right? And it became clear to me during that time that like, there was the certain coach that I'm working with now, I needed to work with her, okay? But because I'd stepped away from, I didn't have a coach while I was away, I was like, oh, I can't spend that money. I'm not the person who does that anymore, right? But it was like, what if I gave myself permission to do the thing I know I need to do to grow my business, which is work with this coach. Yeah. Because when I come at it from that perspective, all of a sudden I just freaking figure it out. Instead yeah. of being like a drama queen about, oh, I can't do that. I don't know how, where the money would come from. No, just stop and go, have you always figured it out before? Are you alive right now? Right? Of course you can figure it out. You always have, and you always will such a different energy than like this, you know, just what am I gonna victim do? mode that you had fallen into, which I will tell you was probably a lot caused by the fact that you did slow down because your momentum totally came into a halt. And while your momentum was placed on being a mom and support, you know, and keeping children alive, which is a noble effort, it wasn't, the momentum wasn't in the place of your business, which is where that's where you needed the momentum. So did the coach help you get that momentum once you got over that hump and signed up? Oh, a hundred percent. Like she's helping me make, you know, the most exciting decisions and like own my self and my business. And, and you've even told me this in a way I never have before. And, yeah. and it feels easier. And it's in the middle of a pandemic where I don't have my children ever leaving the house. Yeah. They're upstairs. I hear them running around sometimes. Those heavy Apparently <laughs> my three-year-old, uh, my husband's work uh, on a different floor they told uh, some of his colleagues told him that they could hear her screaming <laughs> when he was wearing a headset with a microphone. I love it. I love it. Okay. I want to talk about strategy because there's one thing that I think you and I have been doing really, really well. I think I talked about it a little bit in my launch. I think you've talked about it in some of the things you've been offering, but I think this applies to both boutique owners and service-based businesses, which would be focus on your ideal customer, focus yes. on your ideal client. What do they need right now? So that's the other key to this six figure boutique, which, uh, Tina is asking, Tina is asking what's, how do we have a six figure boutique? First of all, my first goal for anyone is to have a six figure, a year boutique in revenue. Okay. So that's like 8,000 to $10,000 a month, right? Same for you. Eight to $10,000 a month in a service-based business. You're killing it. You're doing great. Okay. That's, that's hurdle number one. But to be honest with you, I see too many people and you can speak to the service-based side of this, but too many products, your assortments all over the place. You're too like, I want offers. this and this and that and this. And, and I'm like, yo, like no. offer 10 things. Stop it. It's too much for people. They're confused. No. They don't know what to choose. They have analysis paralysis. Limit your op options for what you're selling. Yep. Whether Category-based, product-based, whatever. Limit it, okay? You don't yes. have to do something, to, everything for everyone. Two is pick one way to sell to people. Yes. Do on Instagram, on Facebook, on comments old, on this, doing lives, doing, like, whoa. You are confusing people. Yes. You are confusing people. And yourself. You're confusing yourself. And you're making it more complicated for yourself, yes. honestly. You're making yes. it way more complicated. Yes. And I think all of that comes back to who is your ideal client? What do they want to buy and where do they want to buy it? Yep. Would you agree for service-based? 
A hundred percent. I mean, that's what I like always say. You got to know, you got to nail your niche before you decide what you're going to offer them before you decide where you're going to sell, right? That combined with where it feels good to show up, right? Because it has to feel good for you. If someone told me my ideal client was on TikTok, I'd be like, cool, I'm still going to find them somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? So I think which it has your to be- ideal client is not on TikTok. Exactly. Which is like why I'm not also interested because my ideal client's probably a lot more like me than most of the people on TikTok. Whatever. I don't have a problem with TikTok, but I don't want to be on TikTok, you yeah. know? So it's like, where does sort of like my analogy is right, you have your passions, your preferences, and your personalities. It's like a Venn diagram. And in the middle is like your unique possibilities, right? And so that combined, knowing yourself combined with knowing your people, you're going to win. You're going to win. Also though, you have to put offers out there, right? Tell me more about that. If you are creating a bunch of different offers, I bet you you're not, I bet you you're behind the scenes creating and you're overwhelming yourself and you're never making offers. Because a lot of times making more offers are going, I'm going to make money with affiliate marketing when you don't have a Pat Flynn size audience or whatever. Like that's just a way of keeping yourself from making money because you're scared to sell. You haven't figured out how to do sales in a way that feels good for you. I talk about this a lot because the way that I first learned when we came into this industry felt really gross and icky for me. And so, but I thought it was the only way. So I just either was like, feeling sleazy about selling when I was selling or I wasn't selling. Right. So it wasn't until I learned how to do it in a way that was like super in alignment with my values. Right. Which coach helped me discover that I was like, Oh, this is easy. This is fun. I look forward to the conversations. I'm not scared to ask. Right. I'm not scared to say, I really think I can help you. I'm excited to help you. And to not, here's the other thing most people do, especially at the beginning of their business, right. Place your worth, tie in your worth to whether people say yes or no to you. And your pricing. Can I add and your pricing? Yes. Because I see this on the boutique side too. I see people say, well, it only cost me $10 to buy. So I'm going to charge $15 retail for it. Yes. Are you kidding? Like, well, that person down the street isn't charging a lot. And I'm not like, no, listen, the minute you start to charge I teach 3X markup from wholesale to retail. But when you are aligned with a price that feels just so good, it if someone says no, you're like, whatever. Like there's someone that's going to say yes. You get over it. And I think we get in our heads about what we can charge, what we're worth. Somehow, especially as women, they are combined. And it's like, I think that's one of the biggest hurdles you and I have both had to just get over. Like, because we have a lot of experience we have. And listen, you have offerings for everyone, right? So free, low cost, medium cost, super expensive, everything in between, like your retail pricing structure or your service-based pricing structure in terms of what you're offering for what you're offering should always be directed to the person that you're selling it to. So of course I'm not going to sell you know, like I say this all the time when people are like, well, I can't afford that course. I'm like, but there's something you can afford that I offer that you probably need because I have something for $10. I have, I have a whole YouTube, I have a hundred plus episodes of my podcast for free. For okay? free. Like, that have cost so you tens of thousands of dollars to produce that you continue to produce. Like, yes. you know, yes. I mean, we've started to shift onto YouTube too now where I'm producing a new video every single week for YouTube that's tailored 
we took, I paid for a course to learn how to do YouTube. I didn't take it. Andrea, my program, my beautiful program manager took it. And so we worked together on getting that content out for free again. But there's also the thing, listen, if you're making 20, 30, 40, $50,000 in your business a, a month, guess what? I have something for you too. It's not going to be free because I'm going to provide a higher level of service. I'm going to start, I'm going to get on your computer screen and run your Facebook ads for you. Right. That's a little bit more than like, here's my book. Right. right, right. But I think that's what we have to realize, whether we're service or we're product-based is that you don't have to have something for everyone. You no. probably just have to have the right price point for the, for the, the area of the journey that your person yes. is in at that moment. So you're yes. meeting someone where they're at, at yes. the price point that feels like a no brainer to them yep. or the product yep. that they absolutely need to get to the next level. And whether that's a basic t-shirt for your customer who gets milk and spit up all over their basic t-shirts and you sell those for, you know, 15 bucks because yep. your person's going to buy a lot of them yep. or you're selling a blinged out denim jacket for $98 because that customer wants to feel good in her blinged out denim jacket. That's how you have something for everyone in your niche. Right. That, that's how you do it is your price point and your assortment. Right. Yes, exactly. And I, I think love talking about this stuff. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's just so, it's so good, but I, and I also want to like back it up and say, like, if you're at the beginning of your business, right. If you're at the beginning of your boutique, if you're, you know, just starting a side business, providing services, like give yourself permission to keep it stupid, simple. One offer, right? offered one thing for the longest time, right? For me, it was one-on-one. One-on-one is still the core of what I do because I love it. Right. That feels and good to you. It feels good to me. Yeah. And like, I wrote a book along the way. I started a podcast along the way. Uh, there are times when I freaking love group coaching, right? Like now's one of those times. And so I'm like, Oh, I'm going to do that because that feels fun. Right. But never at any point am I going like, I'm going to delete my whole email list and throw out all my offers and start over because nothing is working. People do that. But like give yourself permission to grow and evolve. And if you're sitting here going, oh my gosh, there's so much further ahead than me. Look, I know there are some of you out there, so I'm just going to call it out. Like these lessons are still applicable. Keep it stupid, simple. One offer, sell that offer until it becomes easy to sell. Do not tell yourself people don't want this thing after you put out one post and don't book it out. Like all the dumb posts that people put out there saying that they did that. That's not how it works. It's never how it works. It's never that simple. That's just clickbaity. And that's why I don't allow that stuff in my Facebook group. That's why you don't allow that stuff in your Facebook group. It's never that simple. It always requires like what Emily teaches mindsets, mindset, margin, and marketing, right? Yeah. What yeah. I teach, right? Simple strategy and self-belief. Like it's all, it is all always both. And it's usually not the thing you think it's about. It's like a thing under the thing you think it's about. It's always under the thing you think yeah. it's about. And yeah. to be honest with you, you, you post something once, 10 people see it. Yeah. You post it twice, 10 more people see it. You post it three times, 10 more people see it. So many people are giving up after one freaking post. Do you know how, like my launch last week, we were running seven different ads. Some to the exact same audience, some were the same exact ad to the same exact audience, but I was duplicating them. So they would see it like we have all these Facebook ad strategies. So I'm running seven different ads for one week. I spent probably four, I want to say $4,000 in ads. Okay. And 
that I could have spent a lot more to be, to be very honest with you, but my ads got shut down in the middle of the week because my bank had a fraud alert on it. And that was a whole thing. So I was like, whatever. Anyway, all I'm saying is that we were running Facebook ads. We uh, were posting on YouTube about it. We were posting on Instagram about it. I was doing Instagram stories about it. I got your ads on Instagram. Of course you did in my, uh, in stories. Yeah. Yeah. The, the text ad, right? Uh, your face. Oh, you saw that one? Good. Right. Okay. I never saw that one. So I was like, where the hell is it? That one, my, didn't, my I don't that one performed as well as the text ad. Cause we have one that it's a text message conversation between two people. Cute. It's really cute. So yeah. that's, again, we're learning, like I'm always learning what's going to work best. My face, yeah. other, other people's yeah. faces, text images. Like, you know, we've launched that course 11 times, Christine, 11 times. Thank you. 11 times. I remember the first time you launched it, it looked very different than spending $4,000 in Facebook ads. And that was fine then, right? I had nine people signed up. It was $9.97. It was an eight week program. And I was like, I just want to get people in it. Let's figure this out. Right. And I felt so good after that first launch because I was like, I have nine great people who I'm going to work with. Yep. And over the course, we had 32 people. Oh, actually, we had someone sign up today. So we're at 33 people this round, 12 weeks, 1497, very different look, very different feel, but still the energy is there and still the excitement is there and still the results were, are going to come yes. because yes. we've proven it over and over. And so that's the thing too, is that when you have something that you know works and it's for your people, don't give up on it and don't change it too much. Here's the thing right. Right. I, I really, we don't change it that much. We update some information. We, we do a little tweaks here and there. Sometimes we'll add, we just added a bunch of like videos, like head on videos of me introducing things. So I'm like part of the course. We do these little tweaks every time, very tiny. Right. But one coach said to me, I was like, I think I should redo the whole thing. And she's like, but it works. Right. It's working. It's getting people results. Yeah. Why? Because we want to do something new because it's fun. But it's yep. usually we want to fix the things that aren't broken. It's totally, it was, it's totally not broken. It's it, that course transforms people's routine. Yes. It yes. transforms their lives. Yes. And to be honest with you, I'm at the point now where like, we'll probably move it into some kind of like evergreen, not like, like, we're like, what's next for that course? You know, like that course, I mean, gosh, that course built my business, you know, like I'm, why yeah. would I ever blow it up? I'm it's stupid, your you know, it's your program. It's literally my signature program. It's your money boot camp, right? It's yeah. It's my Denise CT money boot camp. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think and that's, that's what you're talking about too, is, is not giving up and realizing that something can evolve. Yes. But like, if you have a great idea, you know, your people need it. Don't give up on it because you posted once and no one bought it. Like that's oh, just, even so if you posted it. 18 times in the course of a week, you've launched it two or three times. Like I even say to you, I'm like, when are you going to launch this next thing again? You know, like, I feel like you even have some courses that I'm like, Oh, let's keep going. It's such a good signature course, you know? Yep. And, yep. and But I think that's the thing is you haven't given up on them. You're just taking a break or whatever from it. And yeah, right. I know like day. what my focus is right now. And I also know like my bandwidth is extremely limited right now. And I would love to be doing more. Like my husband is an essential worker. He's working seven days a week. He would love to be hanging out and relaxing and doing house projects. And I would love to be working seven days a week. And mm. that is not what either of us get to do right now. Right. And yep. it's, it's frustrating, but it's also like, I had my, you know, freak out at the beginning of this, like, why, what was me? And then I was like, cool, I'm going to figure out how to run my business in a couple hours a day. Right. Yep. And everything else falls by the wayside. 
And not that it's always easy, but when you come at it from that mindset, I don't know how long this is going to be open. I don't know if we're going to send my kids back to school slash when I don't even know if we'll have an option. So I got to figure out how, right? Exactly. I got to you figured out how to do your business in a couple hours a day. I mean, kudos to that. Well, I have an amazing team and they do everything except my absolute favorite things, which I have learned over the last almost five years, right? Which is like this, as you can tell, I freaking love interviewing people and being interviewed, talking to people I love, hanging out with them. I will get off this call so high and so happy, right? Working with my clients and that's about it, right? Connecting with people, which obviously I love to do, uh, interviewing, being interviewed and coaching. That's it. Yeah. Flash, that's Sounds all I'm doing for. So whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sounds about right. That's that's about what you love to do. Yeah. 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 And you've, I mean, kudos to you for finding a way to only do those things. I mean, I feel like I'm not quite there yet. I've definitely delegated a lot of things. Uh, but I just yeah, I feel like sometimes I'm doing things, not that I don't necessarily want to be doing, but it's like I want to do it because I want my voice in it or I want, you know, my face has, my face is just like, if I could, if I had a twin, whoo, that would be awesome. Like, that's the thing. Cause it's like, you know, I get tired using my voice and using my face. Like if I'm live or I'm doing videos or I'm doing a lot of podcasts, like I have to be really careful with my energy because I can blow myself out, you know, and really like I could be down for days. If you've seen me, I'm drinking kombucha i'm drinking coffee i have a huge bottle of fiji water like i all day long i'm just drinking because i have to keep moving the energy through so that i don't kind of get that energy hangover later or tomorrow that's been a real big problem in my my growth as a business owner is i use my voice a lot and i use my image my face a lot and so uh it can become exhausting like when actors and actresses are like i have a really hard job like i get it like i get it because as much as i'm not an actor or an actress having a bright light on you, having to like, you know, like keep the energy up. Yeah. It is kind of a performance, you know, and it's, it's not a performance cause I'm not faking it, but like, I'm not going to come here and be like, yeah, so I have a great business and you should, you know, like I'm actively like sitting forward in my chair. Like I I'm, I'm physically excited about what I talk about. So it just naturally drains. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So there's only so long. I think <laughs> people are like, I can go forever. I'm like, what are you taking? Like, that's, <laughs> I just can't. Like, I need to sleep. I need, you know, and I'm unapologetic about the fact that I will sleep for 10 hours. And yes, I don't have kids and I don't have animals. So I have a lifestyle where I can do that. But like, there are some nights I need to sleep for nine to 10 hours to get my energy back to where I need it to be because. I've given so much during the day. Like I'll go for 12 hours coaching on and off or on calls or on interviews. And then like by the end of the day, I'm trash. Yeah. Like, so that's the other piece of it too, is that I think um, balancing that out. And that's why like, actually I'm stepping away from a lot of my programs and letting my coaches take them over next year so that I can do more speaking gigs. I can write more books um, and and even for that, you know, like I, I'm hiring an editor, a developmental editor to help me finish my book because I just can't, yeah, yeah. I need that energy of someone else sort of getting in, into the thick of it with me. And, you know, it's expensive. And I was like, oh God, Greg, like, and you know, but we were both like, but, but this is an important book. We, you want to get it done. You're excited about it. So get the help. So I feel like I'm blabbing, but. Well, yeah. let's 
talk about like what we both have going on right now to just give people examples of like how this is working in action. You just finished your lunch. You talked about that. Let's talk about what we both have going on right now. Does that sound good? Yeah, absolutely. And who it's for. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. You want to go first? Yeah, totally. And actually it's funny because Joanne, I want to say Joanne. Yeah. Joanne in the comments asked, when did I start running Facebook ads? And I think that's a great question because Facebook ads, I always say Facebook wants your money and they will do anything to get it from you because it's a free service, right? So Facebook ads are the way that they generate revenue. They're how that they're, you know, reporting their sales to the stock market, to their, their shareholders. Um, and so it's really important to understand how to run ads correctly. I've spent my own money uh, in, on courses from teachers, learning how to run ads, then also running them with clients and running my own. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of come up with this formula and I call it, uh, we've, we've adjusted the name a little bit. We call it FB ads in a weekend. Uh, and so it's a very in-depth course, but the intention is for you in about six to eight hours to get a, an ad running that makes you money. Because if you're running ads that don't make you money, then you shouldn't be running ads, frankly. Um, And I think that is the biggest, you know, whether they make you ads tomorrow or in two months, like it's it's gonna depend, right? Service, product, business. Um, Product businesses, we can make you money a little bit faster. But honestly, you know, if you have a book or you have a self-study or you have some, we're, we're running ads for my book right now, just going to Amazon and we're definitely selling more and I'm selling more other products. So, uh, so yeah, so FB ads in a weekend is my new course that, uh, where it's a self-study course. So you sign up, you get all the content immediately. And, um, and it's, I don't know, I think it's a great course. I teach you how to run to your warm audience. I teach you how to find good cold audiences. So if you want to grow your audience, that's what you and I are working on with your ads. Uh, we're looking for new people. And we're doing this very specific formula where uh, it's, it's highly, highly targeted. And we've seen it convert really, you know, some of my product-based businesses, honestly, we were, I was with a client two days ago in like 18 days in May from cold audiences, she spent like $2,000, $3,000, and she's made $25,000 in products from a cold audience. Now she's selling clothes, she, you know, she's, she's got a great organic following, but she's also seeing that in about a week, she's gaining a thousand new followers on Instagram from these ads as well. So, you know, there's so much benefit to Facebook ads. And I see so many people complaining about, you know, why can't I, you know, what's wrong with them? Well, you're not doing them right. And so that's what my course teaches you is how to do it right, how to make money. It's awesome. So Of course it is. And I like, yeah, I mean, what's funny is I used to do that in my, I used to run a manage tens of thousands of dollars for my clients um, when I ran my online marketing business before starting Life with Passion. And I was really good at it. And I generated over a million dollars in leads that converted to sales of of luxury products um, internationally. And that was five years ago, right? And I have, you know, I ran ads like sort of in the start of my business. I wish I had done it differently, right? So I kind of took a break from ads for a while. The entire game changed. And then I went, you know, I went back into it, like as the world, as the online world does in five years, I went back into it and I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. And so it's been so awesome to be able to have someone who has kept current with it, who is continuing to study it and who is um, helping clients generate so much 
um, income for themselves to help me with, to help me with my ads, because even as a former expert, like I no longer know how to do them. And so, and, and you're getting Emily's brain inside FB ads in a weekend too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Melissa asked a question. She said, common question, are Facebook ads and Instagram ads different? And that's such a good question. Um, so Facebook owns Instagram and the platform to create Instagram ads is actually over on Facebook. So if you're creating Instagram ads within the Instagram app, again, you're doing it wrong. So we always come through Facebook to create Facebook and Instagram ads. There's also, um, and, and so they are different. You know, if your audience is just on Instagram, we can just show it to Instagram people. If your audience is just on Facebook, we can just show it to Facebook. And, you know, we've run some ads where uh, we've tested it you know, Facebook can throw your ads in a lot of places, in articles, in video, uh, in, in video uh, mid-roll, you know, on other people's videos. There's a lot of places where you can show your video. Uh, I, I'm sorry, show your advertising, your paid advertising. And that's something I teach in the course is how to pick where you want to show it and, and what that looks like for your particular business. Because it is a little bit different depending on who you are and where you have your following. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like we're running only your ads on on Facebook. Yeah. Cause we know that's where your people are. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so tell me, what are you, so you have been doing some group coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. So, yeah, I mean, I have my, my one-on-one -on -one clients I've been working with and I found that a lot of people like, so I work with clients for six months and a lot of people are like, I can't even think past next week right now. Mm. So, you know, what I need is some like focus right now because the world feels so chaotic and it is, there's something I've heard from so many people. It's really hard to focus right now for whatever reason, you're out of your routine, you're sensitive, you're picking up on pandemic anxiety. You're just, you're overwhelmed, whatever you're sitting at home. You want to grow your business and you're having such a hard time focus. Or you're stopping yourself dealing with overwhelm, imposter syndrome, right? So what I did is I created this one-off um, group intensive where this group of 10 women got to share a group intensive. And I was like, listen, just bring your stuff and we're just gonna knock it out right now. And honestly, it was so good. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, this is so far above and beyond what I could have even imagined. It was so helpful. I'm so invigorated. I'm so, every single one walked away with like a clear plan for what to do next. Then I was like, oh, I wanna keep doing this. So I said at the end of the call, hey, we're just gonna keep doing this, right? I'm gonna do like just a super simple, like what I'm calling clients in cash with Christine. Every week we just show up and workshop your stuff. Like this is not a traditional group coaching program where you are going to have a module each week. You show up to the call or you submit your question ahead of time if you can't come. And I'm going to answer it for you, whether it's a mindset question or a strategy question live, get you clear, get you excited to go do, come back next week, same thing. So focus and clarity and helping you develop confidence. Like those are three of my superpowers. And so if you feel like you need those things right now, Clients in cash with Christine is the thing that's going to help you in a super small group setting. Like you get to learn from the other women in there to help you get over the fear of rejection, to help you put yourself out there, um, to, if, if you want to learn how to follow up without being annoying, learn how to do sales without being, you know, sleazy, um, and just get over like what's been holding you back and get your stuff out there so that you can help people. I think the accountability is what really rings true to me too with you yeah. with that program is like every week I know I'm going to have to come and show up yep. and that's going to make me get my sh stuff done. <laughs> 
which I think it's really easy right now to not get your stuff done, not Mm -hmm. move forward, but having to be accountable to someone else, especially you, who's, you know, you're going to be loving about it and you're going to be, you're going to be, but I will ask proactive. Yeah. Yeah. But I will ask like that this program sounds great because I feel like a lot of people are going to just supercharge their business. It's almost like you're running a kind of like a mastermind in a way. Exactly. Like I'm coaching everyone, but everybody gets to learn from everyone else. Everybody has so many of the same questions right now. Right. And it's just like two months together, summer, let's do this. Right. So that you're making the most of this time, no matter what's going on in your state, like you're going to come out of this, like with results. I love it. So it's, it's eight weeks. Yeah. Eight weeks. weeks. It starts June 1st. Yep. Yep. June 1st. Um, there's a, like a three, uh, payment plan through, um, I think it's this through Memorial day, basically awesome. kind of by Memorial day, you get a three payment plan, which is awesome because it makes um, it so easy. It's so easy. Yeah. Wow. It'd be so fun. And it's already like, I've already sold several spots in it. So if we fill up, then I'll just run another one, but okay, cool. this is something that people want right now. And I'm super excited to be doing it because it's really fun for everyone. So fun. I love it. I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, and like, look at us both, you know, leading by example and giving people what works right now. Like yes. I'm like, Facebook ads are cheaper than they've ever been right now. I'm going to put out a Facebook ads course. Finally, yep. I've been sitting on for years, but now it feels so right. Yep. You're like, I know that people need immediate help right now. I'm going to offer yep. something that gives them that immediate help right now. Like that's such a great, sorry, I'm just going to pat ourselves on the back a little bit, but like, you know, we're really, we're really practicing what we preach. And I think that's the biggest thing is like, you need to be selling what you know, your people are going to buy and what they need because they need something that's going to make their life better. And that's what we're really showing up doing. So, yep. Yep. And if you don't know, if you don't know, then, um, get some help to figure it out so you can put it out there right? Like not knowing is not an excuse not to be showing up, serving in the way that you were made to serve right now. Not knowing is a fixable issue, right? Either Emily or I can help you with that. We are both really freaking good at helping you get clear on your next steps, right? Her focus is product-based businesses. My focus is service-based businesses. So no matter what the heck you're selling, one of us has got you, right? Yeah. Totally. And as you can tell, we love to talk about it and we love to help. And that's just what we do. So yeah, man, this was a great conversation. I'm going to go take a nap. Cause I'm like, so I'm like fired up and I'm like, Ooh, that we just gave away a lot. I mean, this was a great conversation and I'm really, it's gone far beyond where I thought we would take it, but like, this is going to help a lot of people. Yeah. So. This is how we roll. Yeah. If this is helpful to you all, we all, sh- we all share this. Yes. And please. if you have questions, um, tag us. Um, my, uh, childcare is leaving in two minutes. Um, but tag me and I will come back and type an answer, right. Or you after your nap. Um, and cause we're here to help. Obviously this is why we do what we do. We could be doing a lot of other things, but we love to serve women and we love to help you. And so that's why we're here today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, I think one of the things we get kind of get high on is seeing other people be successful and giving them our advice and giving our, them our kind of best, our best, uh, foots forward. So yeah. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast. 
so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more.